One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Broad Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined by the naughty, the mischievous Pete Donaldson. I feel a bit naughty. I feel a bit, um, yeah. I get so, yes, when, yes. I, when, I, when I launch into a podcast, I'm ready to go. I do my yeah. serious voice. You do my serious 20 second intro. You compromise that with your little comment, your little remark. I don't even know what you said. I said, yes, yes. You've derailed everything. That's all it, it needed. Just yes, yes. How are you doing? What's going on? Uh, you listening to us in the bath? Um, oh, I'm good. Thoroughly wash your sexy body. <laughs> what did you say? In that? There's a clip where you uh, thoroughly wash your. Oh, uh, there was a there was a product I once bought uh, with some Japanese English on it. Some weird Japanese English that said thoroughly wash your manly body. And to my surprise, I s- no thoroughly wash your manly body. There you go. There you go. You've taken it out of a video and put it in a clip. Thoroughly wash your manly body. You have to. Mm. You have to do it every what day. Why do you have a manly body? I, wash them the I feel like I need to wash my manly body because I'm a bit dehydrated from running through the streets of London. I was a bit late tonight. Oh, Usually, ladies naughty. and gentlemen, uh, Pete Donaldson is the late one. Uh, I'd say nine times out of ten, Pete Donaldson's late. He's always off interviewing <sighs> someone or with, going to the gym. I have trouble with legs. I have trouble with uh, getting to places. I have trouble with public transport. That's the thing, though. You haven't got an excuse because public transport in Japan is excellent and in London it is a shit show, so to speak. Well, that's my excuse then. That is the your train excuse, was late, yeah. wasn't it? Even though it wasn't, I was yeah. just late. Left me shoe on the track, didn't I? That's a reference <laughs> from last week's podcast. Speaking of last week's podcast, before yes. we get into the swing of things, uh, for those of you who listened last week, I did have a book that I found in the back of my cupboard uh, with st- messages from students. When I finished teaching English after three years, in my last month, I received literally hundreds of messages and letters from students saying goodbye to me. Uh, many of them were happy to see me go, probably. Mm. probably. Uh, every last one of them displaying a, a handle on English. <laughs> Less than well, firm. Well, I found this book for the English <laughs> club, the English club members of the school. It says, mm. thank you, Chris. Arigato It's got I mean, a picture of Dryman yeah. Thought I'd read out some extracts I mean bearing in mind So just to pressy on what happened last week I read um, passages from this book And this is all the level of English That Chris has instilled in these young Captains of industry Future captains of industry This Let this be an example of how good I was at teaching them English <laughs> um, Dear Chris Thank you for teaching English English, I think that it wasn't like a little, but still not good. Once you master the English language, I want to go travel. To that, and I will do my best study in the future. See you again, Takeshi. I sound like a rap's taking hold there. English, I think that it wasn't like a little, but still not good. Once you master the is. English, mother... It is like one of those, um, those London poets, those kind of beat poets you get. 
I th- maybe I should have taught them how to rap. Because <laughs> then I could have gone hand in hand with my beatboxing. Very musical, isn't it? Dear Chris, you thought all games was very interesting. I was active with you and was very fun. I wish you many successes. Good luck. Thank you. Takahashi. That, that's good. Another Takahashi. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't you Takahashi. thought all games was very interesting. All I did games. think all games was very interesting. Let yeah. there be no doubt of that, Takahashi. What games did you think were, inter- <laughs> were interesting? Chess, Scrabble, Monopoly, <laughs> the Crocodile Dentist game. Yes! Yeah. We talked about that last week as well, didn't we? Somebody's written... This is, this is good. Chris. Hi, Chris. How are you? No. Uh, maybe that's like she's wrote that so future me would answer the question. Well, answer it. How are you? Dehydrated. <laughs> I need to watch my manly body. Your lesson was very easy to understand. I wished to speak English well like you. Thank you so much. See you again. That's Takeshi. good. See, did that, that whatever um, nom de plume you gave that person, whoever the original person was, um, said they've done well there, whoever it is. Well, what tends to happen, to be fair, this is quite good, you know, they've written original things, but mm. I remember when I left teaching, when I left the, one of the classes, what they basically did, because students couldn't be bothered to actually write me a goodbye letter, mm. the teacher just wrote on the board a <laughs> message, like, goodbye Chris, it was fun, and then everyone just copied it down, wrote it their name, fun. and that was their message. <laughs> uh, my, but there's like a telltale sentence from everyone that went to my English club, this yeah. book that I've just read out from is from English club, and they all use the sentence, it was fun to club together. Yes. Um, which the teacher wrote on the board so right. suggesting so the teacher says, themselves yeah. might not have got the grammatical <laughs> nature of the sentence correct um, <laughs> let it be known many teachers in Japan that do teach English are not that, that good, good at it's a secret don't right. tell anyone yeah. even though every single teacher uh, foreign teacher in Japan knows that <laughs> I once had an English teacher I worked with who was lovely but couldn't speak a word of English don't know how they got that job. Isn't that incredible? It wow, is. Yes. Like they do, I think all English teachers in Japan should be sent abroad for like six months or three to six months just so they can experience it. You you do work with teachers in Japan who um, have never been abroad. Mm. Never been abroad always, yeah. in Japan. In Japan. Know. <laughs> Doesn't work, does Only it? Only in Japan. There you go. It was fun to club together with my students. <laughs> it's been fun to club together with you in a studio for once before you chip off. That's right. I am uh, going, going back to Japan soon, isn't it? He's off. I'm off soon. Yeah, but before you... we do that, Pete and I are in, Pete and I are in the studio together. We're Amish now. Pete and I are Amish. We're going to be reading out some crazy travel stories. Crazy travel stories. A week ago, I asked you guys on Twitter uh, to send in your travel stories. Things that happened to you in Japan that are weird, strange, amusing. And we've got about 300 messages and stories from people. We've gone through them and we've pulled out a few. And today, like last week, we're going to be reading a few because they are amazing, honestly. Mm. The quality of the stories is better than I can could ever imagine so thank you to all of you for sending your stories in what have we got mr donaldson let's begin we've got one from jamie let me just turn my phone into uh, the landscape mode rather than the portrait very good hi chris and pete i visited tokyo with some people in 2015 we went to the tokyo tower one day and the one piece indoor theme park that's there one piece it's like a famous anime manga yeah he wears a little strat doesn't he that's right a little boy pirates isn't it little boy is it, it's all about pirates? It's about pirates, oh, I think. I think. Uh, one of the exhibits was a 4D cinema where Ooh. you would watch a cool, short CGI film of some of the characters from the show having a bit of a punch-up. <laughs> it being a 4D experience, they told us about some of the effects like smoke and water uh, that would come from the screen. We went into the screen and the movie started. Uh, the, some, the smoke machines go off, some water gets sprayed in our direction and the room started shaking. It was all quite fun until the screen abruptly went black and the film stopped. Um, someone came into uh, the screen 
screen uh, apologising and asked us to come out. We thought it might be a problem uh, with the projection until it asked us and everyone else to uh, sit on the floor. Turns out the shaking wasn't from the 4D experience, <laughs> but it was actually an earthquake, oh my God. which I thought was hilarious, but one of my friends seemed to, to be a bit scared by. After it was deemed safe back to go... It, after it was deemed safe to go back into the business as usual, uh, we went back at the screen to start the movie over again. It was still fun, but not as good without the earthquake. <laughs> Thanks for reading, Jamie. Wow, that's wonderful. A 4D what? experience combined with an earthquake. What does that? What's like? That's like a 16D experience. That's wonderful. What? What are the chances of that happening? Very rare, I imagine. Well, I don't think it could be any better unless a pipe burst and water flooded the room. <laughs> flooded the room, yeah. And then 4D experience pirates. in an earthquake. I do like those 4D things. Does that feels like it could be a metaphor one day. It's mm. like a 4D experience in an earthquake. <laughs> what was... situation would you need for that sentence to work? It was a 4D experience and... It was like a 4D experience in, in an, an earthquake. earthquake. Well, I went to the Earthquake Museum in, in Kobe and um, they had one of those things. They didn't shake the room, though. They didn't boom shake the room, as Willard Smith once sang. Uh, it was very much um, just lights and videos. Just oh, endless videos. The guy was like going, do you want to watch this video? No, I've watched 15 videos since we came in here. Learn more about the earthquake. Yeah, I want to look, like, look at all the stuff I've that been people there. left behind. That's, if you, for those who haven't been, there is an earthquake museum in Kobe, and they have a room, don't they, where the room shakes? The I think so, yeah. We, I, I was, it, we, we were running late. I was like, I can't, I can't be doing with another video. So I thought of an example. You can't drive, can you? No. If you were driving a car mm. around, being, yeah. in a pas- being a passenger in a car yeah. with Pete Donaldson driving it, it would be like a 4D experience in an earthquake. There'd be danger... There'd be swearing, um, there'd be, um, I'd probably smash into animals and they'd be caught in the in the fender and the radiator. And above all, there'd be mm. coolish ice cream. Yes! <laughs> in every possible <laughs> compartment in the car. Well, the next one is from Clayton. He says, hey guys, I stopped at a dango stand whilst climbing Mount Takao. Dango is like a, a sticky, chewy rice sweet. It's very nice. No, looks like a lollipop. Yeah, no, it's not. It's oh, disgusting. Really, it's shut up, Pete. You know that's horrible. You, it, it you know like, nothing, Pete It looks Donaldson. like caramel and it tastes like soy sauce. It's disgusting. It's the best thing ever. Go try to dan- hell, Dango. Go to Japan. Try Dango. Go to hell. Sticky, sweet rice cake. It's a joy. <laughs> and it tastes healthy. Anyway, I stopped at a Dango stand whilst climbing Mount Takao and I was asked by the cute Japanese girl working there which flavour I wanted, golden or black sesame. I wanted to ask her which flavour she liked better, but my Japanese wasn't very good. Although I knew the word you and like um, so I pointed at both the dango and her and said which means I like you in Japanese no. she giggled at me and pointed at the golden sesame dango then I realised what I just said and that was the time I accidentally confessed to a complete stranger that I liked her Clayton did you get did you get did you get um, uh, did you get a number or something I don't know one thing's for sure no, Denwa, he got a golden sesame dango What's that, Denwa Bango, is that it? No. Denwa Bango is telephone number. Yes. Pete, remembers something. <laughs> Denwa Bango Dango. <laughs> well done, Clayton. Well um, done, Clayton. Stop another... bothering people at work. They just try to work. Stop confessing your love. That's the phrase of the day. I'm not to ask you this. I like you. Just, I like you. If you're in Japan next time, ladies and gentlemen, go up to someone just say, I'm not to that's nice. Skiers. Skiers. Let's see what happens it's next. It's a is a stronger kind of love. It's love. Skiers yeah. mean like, daisuke means love. Whoa, daisuke. Aishiteru means really love. Aishiteru. Well, it's just a verb, but... Aishiteru. Exactly. Coolish this. Get that phrase... <laughs> Get all the phrases around love ready for the upcoming <laughs> podcast about... Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, coming up. Coming yes. at you. Um, hello, Crystal. I knew that. I didn't have to skip to the end of that email because uh, Crystal says, my name is Crystal, at the start of the email. So thank you, Crystal, for that. Uh, I'm currently an alt 
Uh, assistant language assistant teacher. Assistant language teacher. Living in super countryside, Hokkaido. Super countryside. Yeah, it's uh, it's not really a travelling story, but more of a weird thing that happened while living in Japan. I was at a farewell party uh, when suddenly I got a call from my supervisor. He tells me that the police found a foreigner walking around and needed help translating. Now, keep in mind, this is at night in the at the end of January in Hokkaido, so that means snow, snow and more snow. I go to the police station, I introduce myself. Uh, she tells me, I kid you not, I'm a pilgrim. <laughs> she also hands over a note that's written on in hiragana explaining her pilgrim background. Basically, she... She travels by foot and at night she asks people at shrine slash uh, temples if she can eat and stay the night. If there's no shrine or temple, she knocks on people's doors until someone lets her in. She says, uh, worst case scenario, she uh, just keeps walking. I translated to the police and they said that usually in these areas, Japanese people aren't that willing to let someone in their home because we are so countryside or super countryside, as Crystal said earlier. Uh, she retorted back saying that she has never been told no in her 10 years of being a pilgrim. The police were very concerned, naturally, because it's cold and snowy in Hokkaido. Uh, she said it was nothing compared to her home in the US. Then she demanded to know if anyone was going to let her stay because otherwise she needed to leave to go to the next city, which is about a 45-minute drive away from us. We made a few calls and were able to find a couple willing to let her crash for the night. I'm not sure when or how the next morning ended up, though. Honestly, she was quite rude about the whole ordeal, but oh well, definitely a weird story in my books. Crystal, what's a strange rude That's woman? a really weird story. The entitlement of the pilgrim. <laughs> Who is this? I mean, I've met, um, I've met Mormons and Christian missionaries going around Japan. Yeah. They're always very friendly, very very nice. Um, I'm always amazed where they end up. I remember I was in the absolute middle of nowhere in North Japan mm. once. I just bumped into some Mormons walking down the road, and mm. I was like, "Oh, what are you, what are you doing?" They're like, "Oh, we're travelling around Japan teaching people the Book of Mormon." I'm like, oh, okay, mm. but but <laughs> but pilgrim. Uh, what, did, what, it's very vague, is it? I'm a pilgrim. Yeah, I mean, that, I'm that, a pilgrim. Where's that, my house? Give me for accommodation. I'm teaching things. a lot. That encapsulates a lot. I, th- I fear. Never mind. This is this is a weird situation. Um, I, I think I would have lost my temper. <laughs> would you really? Well, yeah, because they're like, I want a free house. Some of the uh, some of the residents might lose their tempura. That's right. They'd have to give they'd have to give it <laughs> to her because she's hungry. Give some food. Let me sleep on your floor. Well, at least they found somewhere for said pilgrim. How do you even begin to sort of find? Do you just find who's the most altruistic person I know in this community? I'll give them a ring, see if they can uh, find a house for a rude American woman. Well. Better the pilgrim than me. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Uh, people in Japan are, you know, pretty shy. You're walking through a neighbourhood. It's pretty unlikely someone's going to welcome you in. And then just be like, oh yeah, stay in my house. I never met you, but you're a pilgrim, so you must be good. How weird! Definitely I bet she's not a murderer. To be honest, I bet that pilgrim's got some stories. I wouldn't mind to hear some some of those. Just hope they don't release a podcast because that'd be some serious Whoa. competition. A pilgrim in Japan. I know, right? Uh, hi guys. I was once in Abashiri in Hokkaido. A middle-aged lady came up to me while I was sitting down somewhere, eating my lunch, and started a conversation. At some point, she asked if she could touch my hair. I'm a ginger, by the way. And she just wouldn't stop patting and stroking my head while looking like she had the time of her life. I never expected such forwardness from a sober Japanese. Uh, Kind regards, Linus. Um, Linus, can can we stroke your hair? You sound magnificent. So is that discrimination or is that just someone who just likes ginger hair? It's I guess I guess in certain parts in Japan you would you would never see anybody with red hair. It must it must be like seeing an alien. But to touch somebody's hair, yeah. Um, to, again, to quote that, they just she just wouldn't stop patting and stroking my head whilst looking like she had the time of her life. But that's uh, it's such like a, stress it's relief, a, isn't it? It's such <laughs> stress relief head. <laughs> but it's such an intimate kind of weird thing to sort of ask. I, um, the complaint that a lot of um, African Americans or black people um, state is that when the people will just come over and touch your hair, and it's like, do people really do that? 
That's insanity. How very forward. <laughs> no one is touching my hair. What would happen if some Japanese person just came up to you and was like, oh, Kaminokyo, can I touch your hair? Um, they would know exactly how much hairspray I have in it, which is <laughs> a lot. Yes, you yeah. have bought out shockwaves. Um, I bought out a company called Big Hair. That was my brand. It was an American brand, I believe. It was Big Hair, and it was like super strength hairspray. We're not talking your Net extra strong um, five. They, they usually rate it out of five. This was like spraying super glue into my hair. So you use hairspray? Yeah. Every day? Yep. Is that why your hair has so much definition? I'm so, like, I, I feel like somebody out of um, a band in the 80s. Well, you look so like some of that Goodfellas with the swept back hair look going on. Yeah, it's just my hair is very thin and it just goes all over the place. It, it, it's got a life of its own, so it has to be tamed with the strongest glue known to humanity. But I used to buy this big hair stuff, which I think was American, and it went out of business. They went out of business. I can't help but think that was something to do with me, but I was stockpiling, knowing fully well that it was really hard to get hold of from Superdrug. And you had to buy, and I actually bought <laughs> some bottles on eBay, £35 per bottle. Bloody hell. From America. Insanity. Expensive. And yet, just look at you now. Just look at me now. Testament Take a look at me now, baby. Money well spent, Touch my hair. I'm not touching anything. Touch everything. <laughs> Don't you dare take that out of context uh, and put it as another sound clip, one of your naughty sound clips on your computer. Peter's naughty sound clips. Um, right, it's time for this. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Uh, from Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer, you're the best. Um, 
Hi, Chris and Pete. Uh, thanks for the podcast, and uh, congratulations on the epic cycle. Chris, I have an amusing tale from a uh, journey on the Shinkansen uh, during my first visit to Japan in 2015. We were heading on the Tokaido line back to Tokyo at the end of a month-long trip. It was a quiet carriage, not too many people. After half an hour out of Tokyo, we became aware of a low background noise in the carriage. We initially thought that it was coming from the train speaker system. Maybe somebody had left the mic on and there was a muffled background conversation being broadcast. Then the noise uh, became a little more rhythmical, like a pant. <laughs> the volume then seemed to increase and the pant became a moan coming from somewhere behind us. I peeked through the little gap between the headrests and could see across the aisle and two rows back a little old gentleman with earphones who was intently glued to his tablet. The sound was coming from the tablet. What could it be? He seemed oblivious to the fact that everyone else could hear this. Still spying through the seats, I saw a young guy directly behind the elderly gent standing up and looking over the gent's shoulder at the te- uh, tablet. The gent was unaware that this was happening. The young guy smiled and quietly sat down. <laughs> there was a little bit of sniggering going on in the carriage now, and the elderly gent uh, finally became aware of his predicament. He started fumbling with the tablet and the earphones, trying to shove the jack into the device property, uh, properly. Uh, all to no avail, the female moans emanating from the tablet had now morphed into over-the-top porn screams. What to do? The elderly gent was frantically trying to short, sort out the technology and failing dismally. Should we assist? What's, hang on, wow. before, before the story continues, what, what's going on here? There is a man, and he is watching um, illicit sexual behaviour on his tablet, and he hasn't noticed, uh, due to the rumbling of the carriage and probably his slightly older state of mind, uh, the, 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 the jack, the audio jack, the 3.5mm audio jack has popped out of his device, and now the um, speaker has taken over in said tablet and spraying filth on <laughs> the Shinkansen um, vestibule. So, what yeah. was this man thinking? Just at that moment, the young woman with the uh, refreshment trolley, refreshment, uh, came through the carriage seemingly nonplussed the attendant wheeled her trolley past the elderly pervert I'm adding the word pervert there and very quickly realised what was going on is this a common occurrence she calmly took the tablet clicked the earphones in the so- socket and continued on the elderly gent was uh, visibly mortified and rightly so he sunk as low as possible into his seat and hid the tablet after an uneventful 30 minutes more, he pulled into Tokyo Station and the elderly gent got up quickly, hat pulled low and scurried out. The Shinkansen is awesome, but that trip will always be the most memorable. Good Lord. Cheers, Jennifer. I mean, watching pornography in public is an assault, uh, and it is massively against the law. Um, <laughs> so you occasionally sort of see stories of women reporting uh, that men are just watching porn on, on the train. And it happens more than you care to, uh, uh, to, to report, really. This is pretty disgusting stuff. It's pretty foul, isn't it? Um, and this was 2015. He couldn't have got up immediately, I imagine. For the medical reasons. It's, it's, what's, oh, so many, things, so many things about this story annoy me. Take it to the toilet. I think you can get away with that. <laughs> I think you can get away with that. Take it to the roomy toilets of the Shinkansen. I, well, remembering, of course, that Shinkansen um, chairs in a three actually, mm. actually turn around at the press of a button, so you could just turn around and go, Oi, mate! Not the time nor the place, buddy. <laughs> Put your pawn away. Swivel the chairs around to reveal his startled face. It's not like you can see anything. It's all bloody censored anyway, over there. What a disgusting man. <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, we've got an email here from Joey. Yes. I know that because the email starts Joey Des. Hi, Ooh. Pete and Chris. Joey Des. 
from the Philippines. I'm an annual traveller to Nihon, so this one thing happened during my first trip in Japan. Me and two other friends stayed in Kyoto City for a week. We would always walk around the city until midnight, checking out all the convenience stores around town and hanging out by the riverbank. So one night, we were out to pass the usual corner street, going back to our hostel, and from afar, we saw a strange figure of what appears to be a person standing on the middle of the sidewalk, wearing a kimono, but it was not moving at all. We were the only ones around at that time. So we just decided to keep on walking, but then oh, my friend oh froze. My no, I'm sorry, said, Chris, I'm just watching something on my tablet. I've just Googled sex noises on YouTube. This, sorry, mate. You, oh, it's fine, it's fine. Go on, continue this, the email. I, oh, uh, anyway, so we just decided to keep on walking, but yes. then my friend froze and said, it looks... Like a headless person. Shh. Oh. We all froze, thinking that we were in a situation straight out of a Japanese horror film. But then we saw a cyclist passing by the figure like it was nothing. We decided to walk closer to it and finally saw that it was just a headless mannequin wearing a kimono. <laughs> like you do. Why the heck would you put that in the middle of the sidewalk at midnight? Good job scaring our poor kokoros, which means heart in Japanese. Oh. Scaring our poor hearts. Ha ha, that's my strangest story so far, Joey Des. That's frightening. And it, uh, what would be more frightening is the head being on it, I think. Well, isn't that the head you kicked into the... <laughs> kicked, yeah, kicked into the... I know you like, kicking, man. you like kicking mannequin heads into rubbish machines. Kicking their mannequin heads. That's kind of creepy, though. At what point mm. somebody thought, I know, let's take a mannequin doll, put it in Let's an elaborate, expensive kimono, and stick it in the middle of a sidewalk in Kyoto, headless. At dark. At, at dark. At dark. At dark time. What time is it? At dark. <laughs> we cycled through Kyoto at dark, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Through I didn't the... see any headless mannequins. No. We went through Just the red light district. Just rain in my face. Le- red light district. You couldn't see anything. And I, I looked. We went through the red light district. We did, yeah. I popped a wheelie, went, hello, girls. <laughs> <laughs> Check out this. By red light district, it was just a district that had red lights. I don't think it was anything. Oh right, you said it was the red light district. Well, yeah, I didn't red know lights it. everywhere. Was oh. the red light district? Just <laughs> red lights. Okay. Um, how I remember the word uh, kokoro is uh, there was a band called Kokorozi, um, which makes me think that they might have something to do with the word kokoro. Kokoro, because it's a band close to my heart. Kokoro. Word of kokoro. the day. Ladies and gentlemen, Kokoro. Sounds like cockadoodle-doo. It's the easiest way to remember Kokoro. Kodomo. Is that child? Boy? Kodomo is child. Yes. And I remember that because it's a little bit like Komodo the dragon. But backwards. A little baby. Little baby Komodo dragon. Genius. Um, I am a genius. Thank you. Finally. Um, Tennessee. Dustin from Tennessee has got in touch. <laughs> I read out Tennessee as if that was Dustin's name. Oh, that was Tennessee Williams. Tennessee from Dustin. Cat on a hot tin roof. Um, hey, fellas, I heard your recent oddball taxi driver story on the podcast and I figured I'd share one off my Wait, own. wait, wait. What recent oddball taxi driver um, story? The Opai Pear Man. Okay. On the way to the um, yep. uh, the restaurant that that quick, um, man was shot in. Quick recap: Pete and I were in a taxi. Mm. We had a taxi driver who was a little bit odd. He mm. had like melons and pears and shit all over his dashboard. Melons and pears in his dash in his taxi. In his taxi, and he picked up like a melon and was like, "Smell my melon!" And we it were like, "Was weird, um, wasn't it?" We no, <laughs> um, no. He made us try and smell the melons. We got out, and yeah. that was the end of that experience. And then he went, "Oh pie!" Beware the taxi drivers of Kobe. Pretending the pears were um, boobies. And I was like, and I, I, my ears were pricked up at that point. I was like, oh, he just said boobies. Um, hey, fellas. Um, so after a long night of drinking copious amounts of chew highs and uh, habu sake shots. Snake, habu. snake 
Sake, I believe. Oh, I could be wrong there. Don't be silly. That's bloody sake snake. Sake with snake poison in it. Disgusting. Me and three other Marines pile into uh, a, a local uh, Okinawan cab and ask the driver to get us back to base. We go down the road about one mile when he says in broken English, Marines, party, party! <laughs> Which uh, leads to a, new Mar- a few Marines screaming in outbursts, Hell yeah, party, honcho! Uh, he then said, Okay, we party! And then he turned on the front dash LCD screen of the cab and to all our unsuspecting eyes, he played Japanese pornography right there in front of us all. It was well into mid-scene. So he had to have been watching it while waiting for a fare. I laughed, the driver laughed, Submarine laughed so hard to the point he puked in the cab, uh, but we all made it back safely. Best cab driver ever. Anyway, hope you enjoyed it. Love the podcast and the channel. Keep up the tremendous work. Dustin from Tennessee. Something similar happened to me. He He went, yeah, we party, and he turned on a load of Lady Gaga songs. That's exactly what you listen to in Japan. Was this in Japan? Yeah, I was in Tokyo. I got an illegal cab and he um, he was wearing a funny hat. He looked a little bit like a, an elderly One Piece um, main guy at a One Piece. The Would you rather listen to Lady Gaga or see some Japanese porn mid-scene in a taxi? Oh, it's a bit awkward, isn't it? Just, I think, I think it'd be more awkward if you were alone. As crap as the other. Maybe the guy on the train was the porno boy. <laughs> That's I a mean, good watching, point. I mean, That'd be amazing if these two stories were linked. The yeah, porno, porno, the guy, man. the weird old guy on the train, Johnny Pornovision, is actually a cab driver in Okinawa. We, Could the I, stories be connected? I used to be in a band called Horn-Eyed Willie, which is based on um, the film The Goonies, and one of our songs was called Johnny Pornovision. We weren't very good. Was that, <laughs> that story going somewhere? No, I just thought a man who just constantly needs pornography in his life. That's Pete. Johnny Pornovision. Johnny Porno Vision. Yeah, we've reached the end of another thing. You put... Look, I... Right, you might think, guys, who are listening to this, that I'm the dirty one. You are. But you, play, you literally play the sound of... Chris sex Broad. Sex off YouTube. Sex off YouTube. <laughs> on the podcast. Don't be offended, ladies and gentlemen. It was Don't just some offended. weird video off YouTube. It was it's like just... Like some ASMR video. Yeah, they do yeah. a lot of that. Do you ever listen to ASMR to try and get get off to sleep uh, with the I emphasis on off? I only listen to the Natsuki ASMR video. Oh, yeah, he's doing like... For weird... those of you listening, wondering what that... <laughs> ASMR is that thing where people just make silly noises on video and people listen to it and fall asleep. Mm. We made one with Natsuki. Yes. We thought we'd jump on the bandwagon, exploit the phenomena, and we just had Natsuki reading out names of celebrities in a cool, calm, Japanese-English voice. <laughs> uh, just type in Natsuki ASMR Japanese into YouTube. It'll come up and it'll be the best five minutes ever and afterwards you'll feel calm and you'll be able to do anything yeah I, I guaranteed so. massively i like it when they do the um they they sort of run their fingers through um, they do the hairbrushes <laughs> they do the hairbrush they do the hairbrush bit. <laughs> they do the, what was that um what was that dj they called you dj dududa or his name is in your book they were, didn't one of the um, kids call you dj dududa or something what, what about it was something weird like big vip dj man. oh yes um Going back to the book again. Yeah. This podcast has come full circle. We've yes. gone back to the book. We'll the finish on this. Have written for me. Uh, our favourite message. I'm trying to find it. Where is it? DJ Duda. It's not DJ Duda VIP. One of the students gave me a weird name. Mm. Um, I think it was at the front. Oh of the yeah, book. here it is. Yeah. Here it is, dear Chris. And this is this. A student wrote this in mm. the goodbye. Mm. I taught them for one and a half years. They said this goodbye. They said, dear Chris, hello Chris. There was, there was both Dear Chris and Hello Chris. <laughs> Dear Chris. Hello I, was, Chris. I was sport for choice. Mm. <laughs> Thank you so far. It was always fun. Watch for a body. It will become big. VIP <laughs> VIP de big. VIP de big. There's, there's no, I don't know what that means still. No, not a clue. Uh, take care, baby, from Takahashi. Banging.
VIP to big. VIP thank to you big. For listening this week, guys, and thank you to everyone who sent their stories in. We'll be back yeah. same time next week. Um, but for now, no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world, have a good one. Enjoy. Cut my life Wasp- into pieces. Oh. <laughs> Started end with that. This boy. You cannot wait to leave London, can you? You just can't. I can't wait to get on the British Airways flight tomorrow. <laughs> or whatever it is. Bon voyage. Is that the sound of you removing your chagall? Disgusting. It was cool. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.